Every day, young people are rapidly becoming the leaders that will shape the world of tomorrow. Learn their stories. Hear their visions for the future. This is not about me and you or what is. This is about them and what's gonna be. This is not a podcast. This is a preview. This is a foreshadowing. This is a freaking time machine. This is Shades Required. Welcome, everyone, to episode six of Shades Required. My name is Phil Hall, and I am your host. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Mike McIsaac. How are you today, Mike? I am great. Phil, good to see you. Thanks. Wonderful to see you, as always, my dear friend. Thanks for being here with me. Couldn't, wouldn't want to do it without you. And with us today, folks, we've got... Super exciting things going on because this is our first ever four deep episode of Shades Required. Double guess. So we have with us today, Mr. Pat Fenning, <laughs> a gentleman who my story of meeting Pat Fenning might be my favorite story of meeting anyone ever. <laughs> it's a good one. Although Mike's in that category too. Uh, and then we have with us today, the star of the show is Charlotte Hudson, a young lady who is amazing in a lot of different ways, who I think is just probably one of my favorite people ever. Um, she's hilarious. And uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. We can't wait. So without further ado, uh, we're going to get into it. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's been a long time. I know. I'm doing really well. It's great to see you. It's great to see you. Thanks for being I'll here. I'll be on. Yeah, of course. And Charlotte, how are you today? I'm great. Doing well. I'm pumped for this. <laughs> I'm so excited you're here. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you brought Mr. Fenning with you. Yes. <laughs> that was a great decision. <laughs> why do you want to bring mr fenning on let's like let's talk about that well we were just like hanging out ha having drinks with people and had a lot of drinks and i was like why don't you come on the podcast because i didn't realize you worked at msj and then i was like do you know phil hall and he's like yes i do yes i know <laughs> phil hall of course <laughs> Dude, this is amazing i love this because this is super organic here folks mm -hmm. like we talked about mike and i talked about having former educators or current educators and you know young people on all at the same time and we thought what we were gonna do was we were gonna like reach out to people we knew and have them bring young people on mm -hmm. and what has happened is in the opposite <laughs> direction and I couldn't be more excited yeah so this is great um and this is gonna be a lot of fun so thank you both for being here Mike are you excited I'm extremely excited. I can tell. Remind me again what your background is right now. Uh, okay. This is Kami House from Dragon Ball Z and uh, more, you know, Dragon Ball, which is more what people are used to that you can see flying Nimbus above me. Um, yeah. Basically, uh, if you were a nerd growing up, then this hits home. If you're, an, if you're a non-nerd, this is just over the head and we'll just move on for that. But... Uh, I always I'm starting to enjoy all my backgrounds and I like to for the people that watch podcasts on YouTube, mainly me, um, I thought it would be fun. Thank you, Mike. And, and yeah, and that is one of my, my favorite parts of our relationship, Mike, is that as I, I missed all of the nerdy stuff when I was young, like that was a part of, of being alive that I missed out on. I, I sort of just never paid attention to that part. And so you have been educating me on all that stuff ever since I met you. And for that, I'm forever grateful. So you're, you're very welcome. Thank you so much. All right. So let's get to, let's get to the star of the show here for a minute. Uh, Charlotte, tell me, what do you, what have you been up to? Cause we just talked about it the other day, but mm -hmm. now, now you got to refresh all of our, all of our listeners on, on what's going on with you here lately. Right. So three weeks ago on the 15th I graduated from Castleton. Congratulations. With, thank you. Uh, with an exercise and sports science degree and uh, currently I'm working at Vermont Sports Medicine 
as a rehab tech exercise specialist and medical assistant and I love it it's so good I'm getting a lot out of it and I'm hopefully soon here going to be applying to PTA schools to get my associates in physical therapy um, and I also want to get my personal training cert so I can do that part-time as well wonderful that's mm -hmm. gr that's great yeah I'm excited <laughs> um, what wow. uh what? Wow, Mike, you probably have follow-up on this. Yeah, I was going to say, um, is there anything, uh, are you looking for your, for your personal training? Are you looking for anything specific? Or are you going to just go for the big one? Um, Not really. I mean, right now, the exercise specialist part of my job, if in non-COVID times, I'd be working with Parkinson's patients. But right oh, now wow. I have an uh, older That's cancer true. patient that I'm working with, um, just like boosting her endurance so she um, can get a transplant. And I love it. I love working um, with patients. We get a lot of um, like older people in and I did a program through Castleton that was an exercise leadership class. Mm -hmm. And I had a group of five or six people and um, I worked with them and I just did modified exercise programs for them. And I loved it. So I feel like in personal training, I'd want to work with that age group because um, that's what I'm used to and with my oh. class at Castleton and then with my job now. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind working with anyone, honestly, but oh, you would, you would love working at my gym. You would absolutely love it because <laughs> our, we are, <laughs> uh, if you want, if you want, um, our, our, uh, the club I, I run is actually, we're right next to a retire, uh, uh modified living mm -hmm. center. And, uh, so we get a lot of people coming in, you know, through, you know, they get a free membership through their insurance. And so they come in and uh, I, when I was training there, I was doing the same thing. I, they didn't have Parkinson's um, mm -hmm. like what you're dealing with, but we definitely have a lot of modified exercises and things yeah. like that. And it's, it's incredible because it, they usually come in pretty in, intimidated. If mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that, that's what you deal with, but uh, we have a lot of people that are intimidated because they haven't done anything before like this. And so right. you really have to show them that it's safe mm -hmm. and it's okay. And it's almost like a challenge for, we have to show them like you and I have to show them that we, we know what we're doing and that you're they're in good hands. And once they realize that it becomes much easier. Does that sound something like the scope of what you do? Right. Yeah. At my work, like I talk to my coworkers all the time, like people like to know that you care before they care what you know, and you really have to show them that like you're looking out for them um, and their best interests. And a lot of people, especially in that age group, I think they're intimidated because they haven't maybe worked out in a while or mm -hmm. they've had surgeries or they've had falls. So it's just all super scary to them. Um, but it's amazing. Like once they get into it, because they kind of start to gain their quality of life back and um, their strength as well. So they're able to do things that they used to love. And I think that's a really fulfilling part, like watching people just like slowly gain right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, in, in that was a great nugget. What a, yeah. <laughs> a great nugget. Great we can nugget. end the episode Excellent. now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that was great. No, seriously, I was like, I just wrote that down and I'm going like, I'm thinking about all the different places I can use that. Yeah, please. People Absolutely. have to know that you care. Oh, that's like not my quote. I no, like, of course it isn't. It. Oh gosh, no yeah. offense, but like no, of course it is. <laughs> no, thank you for sharing it. With yeah, me. I just think that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Before they care, you know, I'd never heard that before. Yeah. Or maybe I had, but no one said it that well. Well <laughs> enough for me to be like, oh wow, yeah. that was great. No one <laughs> sold it. No, right. No so thank you. It. That was wonderful. Yeah. Sorry, I totally interrupted. Oh, no, no, I'm no. good at that, though. <laughs> no, it's no it, I'll do the same. But no, that's good. And, and that's the thing is you have to like what you do. And and working with people that are coming back from a surgery or at a higher age where they're intimidated by things. If you love what you're doing there, then that is the most rewarding thing, because uh, I'll give you an example. I had a, I had a woman that would do classes with me, you know, older, you know, but she was on, she was about, she was coming to the gym because she was on the, on the step of becoming type two. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she did classes with me for a while. And I, you know, I put her through the ringer. I was, you know, once I found out she could do something, I was like, you're, you're doing this and she, and you're doing a harder version because mm -hmm. I know you can do it. And then, um, she came in like within a half a year later telling me that she was no longer, uh, in danger of type two. And it's That's the most amazing. rewarding thing I had ever, like I was told her that made my year, like that made yeah. everything worth it. And 
like you said, is I can't imagine working with Parkinson's people. Like I I work with people just coming in who are intimidated because of their age. So like, Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that as far as just, I, that's, that's gotta be incredible. Well, I haven't worked with them yet. Like that's what oh, oh. I normally do. So that's oh, why I, I have like one patient now. But um, but yeah, I mean, we we get patients like all across the board with everything like, you know, neurological or just, you know, wear and tear of age, like, mm-hmm. you know, lots of osteoarthritis where people just constantly have to get replacements um, and how and you also see how that like is very mentally tolling on people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think working in that field it's a very humbling experience because i think like good health is such a blessing that we all take for granted until you're very true seeing yeah seeing how things play out for people and i mean even just like the conversation of age like this is something i'm like hyper aware of when people are like oh i'm old like i can't do that like you know people say that in their 30s and it's just (laughs) crazy to me because i'm like you're I mean, yep. I hate how our society perceives age anyways, but I mean, you can, you can be super active and have an amazing life all throughout your life. But I mean, even like interior, oh, yeah. like you can be like walking, going on hikes, stuff like that. I mean, obviously there are certain limitations, but, um, do you feel like Charlotte, when you were, when you were like, uh, when you were in high school, like when you were a young, like a really young person, like you understood that. Like you were thinking about that, like, okay, like for the rest of my life, like, uh, you know, I'm going to have an opportunity to be kind of active. Like what, what kind of things am I going to want to do? Cause I know when I was young, like I didn't really like my thing was football. Yeah. As soon as football's over, like you can't, you can't just, I can't just go play football. No. And I think, I think that's really yeah. hard because all throughout high school, like you're constantly getting rewarded and encouraged through like high school sports and different activities, extracurriculars. And then you leave that and you're like, whoa, what do I have now? And it's just, Mm. you know, and you get older and you, you know, can't eat a loaf of bread every day because you're not at practice for like an hour. I can't eat even a slice of bread. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no, it will kill me. Not really, but just about, I can't eat anything. (laughs) I'm 31 years old. It's insane. In the last 10 years, I've lost the ability to eat 80% of food in the world, I swear. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> to your point, like, no, yeah, it's crazy. No one no one warns you that stuff's going to happen, right? No, yeah. But then I feel like you kind of have to reset and be like, okay, well, I'm done with high school sports. Like, I, I got a lot out of that. That was a great experience. But, like, now I can find things that I like to do for hobbies. Like, for me, I love to hike. I love to paddleboard. And um, those are two things I like. So I do them all the time. And I think you just kind of got to like find what you want to do. Definitely. And just like go for it, try new stuff. But yeah, there's definitely like a point with, I think everyone for all athletes where it's like, you feel like you've lost something and you're like mourning that. And then in your mind, you're like, oh, I can't get back at it because like that was my prime. But I mean, you can have primes all throughout your life. Like, you know, yeah with new things so charlotte i think phil thinks you should start writing books you're dropping bombs today (laughs) you're primes all throughout your life (laughs) end the episode again Uh, wow all right so on a t-shirt so we gotta i want to change gears real quick but we're not gonna play the game yet no okay i i didn't think so i no um, I didn't want you to think that's where I was going when I said change gears, Mike, because I knew you'd be like, not yet, Phil. All right. That's- I'm oh. in your head. <laughs> All right. So here's what I want to do. So I, I alluded to a story earlier, and I know that everyone's been on the edge of their seats ever since. You had a story? And so I want to tell that story and then figure out how that story is going. So Pat Fenning is here. So the story of Pat Fenning is Pat, Pat, Pat and Mike and I – Right, Mike, you were at MSJ. At the yeah, time. I was there for Pat's yeah. first. You I was there, there for his year. Yep. Year, right? yep. Okay. All in the year. I, I lose track sometimes. So um, yeah. so we all worked together for a year. So, But this is a great story. When I met Pat Fennick. So I, I get a call or an email or some kind of communication that I have to go run, like do an interview. Like it's summertime. We've got some openings at the school. Um, I think at this point, I was probably in my first summer as the assistant principal. Yeah, I think that's right. And um, yeah, I uh, so I'm like, oh, okay. So I got to go interview this person. 
So the two openings we had were for a chemistry teaching position and then for a math job. And I don't remember why, but I was under the impression that I was about to interview somebody for the chemistry position. <laughs> so, but Pat Fenning comes in and uh, I didn't say anything like, all right, so you're here to interview for the chemistry position. Da, 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 da. I just started talking with Pat. Sort of my style anyway. So we're chatting and I'm talking to him about his background. I'm like, this guy's probably better for the math job. Um, but anyway, we come to figure out that he's there to interview for the math job. <laughs> and, and I'm kind of like, oh my God, oh gosh. Well, it was like geez, halfway through the interview, you just yelled. You have it then, you know, I don't think I said that out loud, but in my mind, I was like, oh God, well, if you're here for the math job, it's yours, man. Yeah. Like, what are we even doing? because um, i remember yeah. i was like i even said you sarah was talking not. to me the whole time what's that sarah sarah and you were you weren't on the same page with her no at all. Like, no it, right because the principal had set up the the interview i yeah. i had just been asked to do it and i but i, I, I remember wrong, you're like halfway through and you're like oh you're not here for chemistry yeah <laughs> i can actually yeah, so, picture but, that too the in thing my about head. that interview was it's like you I am not a super duper bright person, I don't think. But what I what I what I am is someone who can recognize when I'm talking to someone who is. And I was like, this guy is so smart. I remember just being like, uh, thank you. I'm talking to a that. guy who's like a whiz. So <laughs> I would as soon as you were as soon as I figured out what conversation I was having, I was like, oh my gosh, of course. So anyway. <laughs> Of course, Pat Fenning became the math teacher at MSJ and um, math and physics. Yes. And physics was the other piece. Um, and uh, that, yeah. So for one year and then Pat went off to return to school. Yeah. I went to that was school. like the last I knew. Yeah. So what? Yeah, so. so where have you been? What's up? So I went up back up to uh moved in with my now fiance in burlington congratulations um thank you um and we uh i i went up to uvm and started there um wasn't making much money because you know you're a grad student and stuff and i did that for about a year and a half in a, in a two-year program and i was at a job fair while i was there and um went to a booth for Vermont information processing. Uh, they're a uh, beer, wine, and spirits uh, route accounting company. They do all the data for beer, wine, and spirits distribution and suppliers and all that kind of stuff. And I, I'm interested in that kind of field. You know, a lot of my family works for Baker Distributing. Um, okay. and I've worked yes, for sure. Baker I've worked for Baker and um, G House and uh, distribution before, so I've I've been around the, you know that realm my whole life, and then obviously you know interested in math and data and in software. Um, so I I you know took a liking to them, and they ended up offering me a job, um, and I left grad school. So I never actually finished that, but uh, I'm I left grad school right before COVID started, and ended up starting a job that I could work from home and make, you know, a pretty decent living. Um, doing wow. that. I, you know, I write software and stuff, but like, I don't think with the way the last year went that if I had stayed in school, I would have finished organically anyways. So like, I see it as a, as a positive, you know, I, I struggled with that for a little bit. Like, am I doing the wrong thing, leaving school? Like I'm a dropout now kind of thing. Um, but oh, I ended sure. up leaving for the right reasons and, and uh, now I have, you know, a really good position um, in a really, really cool job. Like the, the uh, I just started going back into the office last week uh, for the first time since COVID started. I was there for 10 days and then COVID hit and I wow. was only on site those 10 days. And then I, now I'm back in the office and, and it's a really cool environment. Um, they play like sports all day like during work so like you can just like slot up to like go play basketball or pickleball or 
tennis, hockey, frisbee, any of that stuff. And like, you can just go do that. And they have like a full gym on site. They're really about fitness and like being part of a community and stuff. So um, it's a really that's great amazing. job. That, that's yeah. incredible. And it's right in Colchester. Like I didn't even know it existed. It's, it's right down the road from where I live. That is incredible. That sounds yeah. like the best job ever. So it's, it's fantastic. So what happened was you had like this really brutally tough decision to make, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So you got offered this job and you're in grad school. And if you take the job, you got to quit school. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And and so hmm, let, let, I, I think I know what happened. I'm going to make some assumptions and I want you to tell me if I get any of them wrong. All right. You probably struggled with that decision for a a minute or two. I struggled with it until after I was probably playing ping pong with that thing for a minute, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, logically, this makes sense, but then, well, logically, this makes sense, but then, well, logically, and then I bet at some point you just had kind of had to go with your gut, and I bet your gut said, Take the job. And so, then are you stopping me yet? No, no, no. So, then for a while. After you make that decision, you're like, woof. Like, yeah. Mm, did I make the right call? Right? Like, you were struggling with the fact going in when you were doing that ping ponging thing with this whole like idea of this label of dropout. And yeah. then you make the call. And already, right now, sitting here today, I think every all four of us on this call, having just listened to you, would be like, "That was easy, that was objectively the right decision." Oh yeah, yeah so absolutely. isn't that amazing that that's how it works? Is when you just go with your gut that like stuff just works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm very fortunate uh, to be where I'm at. But when I first took the job, I, I struggled with it, and and you know, I work I work with a lot of people in a close knit team. Um, we you were I, I work for the iDig team, which is part of VIP. Um, they're the the reporting software that they do that. And there's only like four or five of us. I work with the data. And the guy who was training me um, is my coworker, is a good friend of mine now. Um, I turned to him and like I I don't know, like I don't have my masters. Like I feel like I don't fit in. Like like everybody here seems so smart. And he like started laughing at me. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, dude, I dropped out of undergrad like I only have a high school degree and I'm here nice like we you know you don't not everyone takes the same path to get where they are and just because you get a piece of paper which isn't yeah I think it's important to education like I I love education obviously you know I did a stint as a teacher and and you know I went through undergrad and 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 did very well there I was doing well in grad school and and you know maybe go back in the future I think that's very important but it's not the end all be all of what you do um and who you are it's mm-hmm. it's a means I, to can i share with you ways. my philosophy yeah. on these degrees so yeah I, and i think that this is true and i think this is important to talk about right now is it, it applies in a couple of places to the conversations we've been having if you were a, if you were a if people and i think that people should view themselves this way a little bit more like charlotte my hope for you you're the youngest person on this call Okay, so for you to for you to take on this mindset like would be would be a, a win for for you today and, and for everyone um, because you have the most time and so you can make the, the the most impact. If everyone just looked at themselves more like a like a personal enterprise, right? Um, so I looked at myself kind of like a company, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about investing in some education okay so i gotta go invest in some education now i have to ask myself why am i doing that right and i think that a lot of people don't look at like a a choice of of going to undergrad or graduate school or, or beyond or whatever in that light and i think if they did they a lot of people would save themselves some money because I would almost argue, yeah. if you look at yourself as a personal enterprise, then unless there is a, I mean, a, a logistic, a, a concrete reason that you have to have that degree, 
then that's a serious expense we're taking on. Mm -hmm. So in my case, for example, I went and got an undergraduate degree. I had to have a bachelor's in order to get a license to teach. And I wanted to be a teacher. Had to have it. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was cost me. Actually, I did a pretty good job of avoiding that cost and had a lot of good help, but whatever. I had to have it. And then the graduate degree, I had to have that to have the license that I have now to be a principal. Good decisions. I would argue for me, to, there's no reason for me to ever invest any of my own money in any further school, unless it's something that just really, really interests me and I want to learn about and I can't do it for free, right? Or if it's something I need in order to go do something that I want to do. Other than that, I don't know why I would ever pay for more school. Holy smokes, right? Like I paid enough. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So yeah. I think if people looked at it that way, you know, I think I don't think anyone, like no one looks at it that way. Like people are like, yeah. they look at it so tush backwards, right? Charlotte, like Charlotte, you're about to go back into school because yeah. you need, you need to, it, right? Yeah. Right. Um, but that I think about this all the time because when I was debating getting my doctorate, I was like, oh, it would be so cool to have my doctorate to be a doctor of physical therapy. But mm-hmm. I'm like, that's just a title that I could tell other people. It, it wouldn't really do much for me. But then also like the doctorate looked good, but not like the 300K in debt. But then I was talking to some yeah. of my family about it. And they were like, oh, well, you know, as a woman in your field, people would respect you more if you had your doctorate. And I'm like, see, that's the thing. Like, if someone's only going to respect me because I have a doctorate, they wouldn't respect me regardless. Because That's a great point. Hard pass pass anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I agree with that. I mean, if if it's what you want to do and it'll help you get the job that, you know, you can do and that you've dreamed of, I think it's totally worth it. Um, but if you do it for the wrong reasons, like having a title or, you know, making your parents happy, I, I don't think it's going to be worthwhile for you because it's not for you. I think you spelled it out for us, Charlie, that you spelled out for me what I couldn't quite get to, which is the step. The step you took was you were getting all excited, right? You were getting all excited in your mind. You're going like, ooh, that would be cool. That would look great. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you were thinking about how you'd enjoy the coursework. And then right. you were like. $300,000. Yeah. Worth yeah. it? No. That's the step people don't do. They're yeah. not like, wow, that's a ton of money I'm about to invest. Yeah. And, and people, you know, and I'm not judging, like, I'm really not, but I'm just trying to, you know, help people to not, I don't know, sink themselves. Um, you know, I just, I see people aimlessly investing in education and it just, I'm like, man, that's, that yeah. doesn't seem like a good idea. No. No, that, that That is true. That's very true. But a lot of this stems from like, we get thrown at this at the ripe age of 18. Like we, we are kids, you know, we're children and we sign these, these papers to say, I'll give $50,000 a year to go to this school. So you can teach me things that I already know half the time. (laughs) And, and people think like, oh, I'm going to go, like I went to, it's not a big school, but I went to a school down in Boston and I got to like live in a city for four years. That's something that you know, I take pride in, that's where I met my fiance. That's, you know, I loved going down there. But if I, if I could go back and like tell myself not to go through that, to take on that debt, I could have, I could have studied math anywhere. Like I could have went to Castleton or UVM or anywhere, but I wanted to go to a, you know, bigger school. And, and, and I didn't start where I wanted to start with math. I, you know, you make those decisions where you're 18 and think, you know what you want and, and you don't, and it's okay to say, you know, this is not the right direction. I changed majors twice. Like it's, it happens, but it's like, you have to realize that at the end of the day, it needs to be something not always practical, but it needs to be something like, is this, like you said, is this something that I need? Is this something that's going to, going to help me down the road? Is this, is this part of my path? And, and sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, but. um, I just think, I I just think it's unfortunate because I like to your point, I don't think these decisions are being made with eyes wide open. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think like an 18 year old understands what being in $300,000 worth of debt yeah. means day to day. Right. I really mean like, because they haven't, they haven't <laughs> lived, 
in a reality of any debt. Yeah. So there's no, right. you know, generally, I mean, there's no, yeah. there's no bills. There's no, so yeah. So yeah. I, I wish there was a class that they have in high school called like, you know, college prep schooling, like where it's like, Hey, <laughs> like, you know, this is a college preparatory school, but we're actually going to get you ready for college. So because this is what's yeah. involved. And this is what you'll owe at the end. The interesting yeah. thing is, Mike, is that these classes do exist. And I would argue that the problem is that they're classes. Hmm. Um, yeah. That they're, you know, I, I just, I, I just don't think, you know, that's, I think that's something you have to kind of experience. You know, I think, you know, hmm. and man, we could really go down a rabbit hole. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to switch gears here quickly after, after this <laughs> point. But I, you know, I just think people, we have to, we have to, give kids money and and have them work with it and touch it and feel it and use it and see how it works a lot more um, before we have them sign up to be in multiple tens or hundreds of thousand dollars of debt. And again, and I think, you know, and then we could go on and on to Pat's point about how we need to fix undergraduate school and stop repeating all of this basic crap that happens in both high school. And then at every liberal arts college in the whole world. And it's ridiculous <laughs> because the whole timeline of people's lives is getting held up because of our educational system. And we're giving people at yep. 22 what they could get at 12. All right. So now we're going to play <laughs> our first game. I can't wait. I, it's man. It is redemption time. Yeah. I'm hoping we're playing redemption song. Well, you better end. hope so. So guys, here's what's going to happen. All right. Mike's going to lead the game, but I just want to make sure this is most important point is reiterated, right? We're going to play this game, but the big reveal, when you guys tell us the lies, that's not till the end. Yep. All right. So we're just going to, okay. you guys are going to give us your three statements. Mike and I are going to guess, and we'll get the big reveal of what those lies are at the end. Okay. Yes, exactly. So um, like we said earlier, two truths and a lie. So guys, um, it can be anything. It can be basic. It can be interesting. As long as you guys just have fun with it, that's all that matters. Um, you are going to give us three statements. We will go Charlotte first, and then we'll go Pat. Uh, you're going to give us three statements. Two will be true. One will be a lie. And then it is Phil and I's job to determine which is the lie. Um, primarily, Phil has been much better at this in the past, but uh, anything's possible. So the records are, I am now, this is interesting because we both just lost. So I am now four and two. Five and two. Uh, oh. You were five and one last time. I was five and one last time. That's yes, you were. Yes. No, I was four and one. Because you got all episode six, six, right? Right, but we did three. You and I did three on episode one. So three, four, oh, five. Okay, okay, okay. I'll take your word for it. It's your thing. Yes. All right. Yes, you so, will. So I, anyway, I've got two losses. You've got one win. Let's rock and roll. Uh, okay. You could have oh, said I, I had six say, losses. If either of you stump both of us, either or both of you stump both of us, we'll give you a, um, a special gift, which is going to be a really awesome sticker. So we just had our new logo. I actually just got it yet. Like the final, final, final version of it yesterday. Charlotte, do you know who makes my logos? Is it Guy? No, it's Claire. Claire? Oh! Claire think... Diano makes my logos. So oh my I just got the final, final, final from Claire. So you will get an official Shades Required bumper sticker with our sweet Ooh, logo. I would love um, <laughs> if you st If either or both of you stump us. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So Charlotte, go ahead whenever you're ready. Okay, so I... Mine are kind of weird. Do people normally do weird ones or? I did weird oh, ones. Oh, I love weird. Weird's okay. great. Okay, so <laughs> my first one is I have a bag of hair in my closet. <laughs> uh, the second one, I ran in the Boston Marathon. And the third one is that I was born in a car. Those were better than mine. Just putting that out there. Well, that was a good, that was a good one. An unbelievable set. That was insane. <laughs> Third was I was born in a car. Mm -hmm. Fun. <laughs> Fun. Um, 
Wow. Phil, do we want to have Pat do his and then we'll just do both guesses? Or do you want to do Charlotte's guesses and then go to Pat? Do the guesses. I, I need some time. Okay. Okay. No Let's problem. Do, I was, yes. I was actually going to say that. because what I, And I also want to do reverse order. So I'm going to have, I'm, I'll go first on Charlotte. You go first on Pat. Okay. Totally fine. I'm going to guess that number two for Charlotte was the lie. Um, and I'm just going full disclosure here. Okay. I want to be perfectly honest about why I'm guessing that. Something in my lizard brain, if you will, in my sort of unconscious, when she said the first statement and the third statement, for some reason, both of those sounded a little bit familiar to me, as far as Charlotte Hudson. <laughs> the hair in your closet <laughs> sounds familiar. <laughs> I, I'm not, like, I'm not trying to be like, I'm not trying to be mean, Charlotte, even no. though that's a crazy statement. It sounded, for some reason, familiar. So uh, that's why I'm going with that guess. Okay, Mike, what's your guess? You know, um, I was actually going to go um, the same. And I will stick with that because yeah. Yeah. not, not because Charlotte, I, I, I haven't got, I didn't know you as well as coach Hall did at the time. I was still relatively new. Like you said, like, I didn't even know you knew me when I had the dreadlocks before, because that was like, you were the substitute teacher with dreadlocks. I thought I'd cut them by that point. Didn't I? Or no. Amazing. You covered for Marty McDonough. And like, <laughs> for the week. He, that's right. He was just like, I have no one. And I'm like, I'll do it. I'll sit in the classroom for $75 a day. That sounds fun. <laughs> Um, but no, no, that it, just how confident the answers sounded for one in three. That's why I will stick with that one as well. And I also it's will a not tone of voice thing for you. Yes. Yes. It just seemed like it rolled off like so confident. Like, oh, that's yeah. I have a hair, yeah, I have a hair, uh, bag of hair in my closet. Do you not like, yeah, yeah. It sounds, sounds yeah. legit. And, uh, I know plenty of people that born in cars as well. So it's, yeah, it's, I had a lot of friends in, uh, sunrise florida so uh, uh, um but okay yeah so i also i'm not gonna let phil have the satisfaction of getting ahead of me so if we if he loses i lose so so you're just stealing my answer all right uh, the, next on one, to the next one whatever whatever all right uh pat what do you got for us um okay so i'm a former teacher at msj who taught algebra calculus and physics um i have a german shepherd named bear and i have a degree in mathematics no that's not my third one because that would be true i can't tell you which one it is and my third one is uh my Fiance is Persian. Okay. So I'm going first on this one. Right, Phil? Um, what was number two? I have a German shepherd named Bear. Okay. Yes, you're going for no. Yes, no, you're going yeah, first. I went first. Or you went first last time. Um well, I know unless unless you're getting really semantic with what you taught at MSJ, I know that's true. I know you have a bear name, a bear named dog. I know you have a dog named <laughs> Bear because I've seen him and I petted him when he was a puppy and he's adorable. So, but I don't know why I thought the fiance is Persian. That also seems familiar for some weird reason. But I am gonna go with uh, your fiance is Persian because I think you might have brought in her. She was probably your girlfriend at the time yeah. right i don't remember yeah. her i just i mean it was a brief meeting so i'm gonna go with number three is a lie just because that is the least thing i know to be true out of those three statements so i'm going with your fiance okay. not persian um i'm gonna go with so we actually have a chance um phil is this a chance for a bonus point Oh yeah, always, always. Yes. Always. Um, I don't even remember Pat what your fiance looks like, but I'm just gonna go around what maybe like if someone were to ask if she was Persian, then maybe 
some maybe that's what like hey are you persian and she's like oh no i'm something else so i'm gonna go yeah. with your fiance is actually every fireman being saying egyptian but i don't want to say that i don't think that's right <laughs> at all um i'm gonna go with uh she's from the philippines so that is my guess wow. phil what are you okay. going with I was just trying to, I was actually just trying to think back if I wanted to venture an alternate guess for Charlotte's lie. Mm. But I don't, I don't know what other race she would have ran in or what else she would have done. I don't know if that's, that really applies. I'm going with number three here as well. I, it's funny, Mike, I was going the same place on that first one, mm-hmm. which is sad, right? Cause I probably like gave Pat his schedule. Uh, Chip made it, but I probably handed it to him. Uh, I was like, uh, maybe. I was uh, I was looking at it like, that is that exactly? I know we already established earlier, I think before we even started the interview, that that there was physics involved. Oh, no, that was after we started the interview. So I, I know there's physics. Algebra sounds right. I think that's all right. So... I, I, so you're going with three? I have met Bear on the loop. Uh, Patch Pond. Yep. I've met Bear, Joan <laughs> Shepherd. Yeah. When he was like, he was a puppy, but he was starting to get puppy, big. puppy. Yeah. Well, I met him when he yeah, was Yeah, he's puppy, four and yeah, he just turned four. School. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Cute dog. How's he doing? So I'm going with he's three. He's great. He's fantastic. <sighs> I'm going with three. Yeah, not so easy. And now, I'm going to say, I mean... I don't know. Should we guess where Pat's fiance is from? I'm I mean, gonna. She's from I'm the United say, States, but well, okay. <laughs> but but like, okay, yeah. But um, I'm not gonna venture a guess. I'm just gonna say three. Three is a lie. I don't have one. All right. I'm sorry. Fair My enough. Brain's not I'd like. To, I'd 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 like it if you threw out a guess. That'd be fun. Come on, Phil. You know you want to. He he guessed Egyptian and Philippine, so. <laughs> And I've never so, seen we, So I'm just, here's my concern. Can we talk about this a little bit? Yeah. I don't, I'm trying not to like come off as ignorant here. That's my concern. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. cause you just said, well, she's from the United States, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot here. Like what are, what are we guessing? Are we guessing her, you know, her ethnicity, citizenship, Eth- country, or, country, or ethnicity, birthplace, um no ethnicity. i don't know what we're guessing i'm trying not to be i don't want to be ignorant i don't think you're being ignorant or rude oh i, I know i haven't question. yet right sure. i just don't i don't want to say <laughs> something where i end up being ignorant i'm trying to no yeah so no definitely her about. her family's background like like i'm italian american okay but i was right. born here obviously. right and that's that's okay. why that's so, yeah, what so i was just, yeah okay. that's that's what i was saying i was like sometimes people ask like i i have a well, mike I, like you were born in brazil dude like i don't know what we're talking about yeah yeah you're, right. you're not wrong i was yeah i was it was it's i i heard it was great was it in a car that's your birthplace but it was not in a car person. i don't think <laughs> it might have been like next door to like a restaurant i don't know i was adopted so like i mean i could have just been i could have been prom night dumpster baby we don't know you know it's, it's, <laughs> we have no idea <laughs> we will never know don't you ever bring up family guy on this show this is I, this is actually a family show Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough, oh, man. Um, I mean, I I can't I can't I can't blame you too much. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, you want me to venture a guess? Okay. So she's not Persian. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Persian since I've never even met this person. It's hard. Right? I'm going to go actually. with that's totally random. And she's actually French Canadian. Nice. Nice. French Canadian that. is my guess there. It's okay. actually, it's, it's actually funny. There's actually a wrestler in WWE right now that is, he's presented as an Indian wrestler, but if you look him up, he's actually French Canadian. Like pres- yeah. they present oh, that's, him that, that's his whole gimmick that he has. He comes in with the turban. He's got Indian music as an in- entrance. And then you, you yeah. Google him and he's actually the stage thing. And you're like, huh? Did you know that the logger isn't from, isn't from Vermont? I, I think I've heard that. Where's he actually from? You guys know who the logger is? Like Rusty Deweese? Nah. 
Yeah. It's like his whole skits, like this whole like woodchuck comedy thing. It's all like this. He's not even from here. I was oh, crushed really? when I found that. I got to be honest. I was, <laughs> I was like, as a 16 year old boy, I was heartbroken when I found that out. I'll have to look it up. He goes to Castleton every so often, doesn't he, to do his thing? Yeah, that was like an everything I've ever believed in is a lie sort of <laughs> moment. Right? It's like when you realize Santa Claus isn't real. Oh, dude. We don't know how old people are listening to this. I was going to say, this is a family podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, right. I can oh, edit that. Uh, that was a joke. I'll get that in editing. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be kids that young listening to this podcast, guys. Calm down. Okay. This is not for elementary school, okay? <laughs> and by the way, never mind. We, no, I won't. <laughs> I thought you were going to no, say something okay. about the tooth fairy. So I have, I have young kids, and I'm not trying to be insensitive. By the way, like, teach their own is my whole attitude on everything in the world. So I'm not yeah. telling anybody what to do. But my whole thing is... If the whole lie about Santa is ruining Christmas for anyone, we should chill out. I've seen that happen. I don't, I'm not down with that. That's the point. That's the point where I'm like, stop it. I mean, like where it's like, it's just, it's ruining everything. Stop. This is a holiday. Yeah. Anything, anything that ruins anything, just stop. It's not worth it. Uh, Just just stop. I don't care if it's tradition. Just stop it. Come on. (laughs) You know, Christmas is, I love Christmas, you guys. I mean, you're talking to, I am Santa. What are you talking about? I'm Santa officially <laughs> now because I have kids. I am Santa. So for me to say Santa isn't real was a lie. I'm Santa. All right. <laughs> so Charlotte, so talk to us more. We got to get back to you because we're talking about, you know, silly things now. So we got to get back to you, Charlotte. Um, so tell us all about, we haven't really got to the, the big thing, which is this passion you have and that you're actively and fiercely pursuing, which is to work with um, folks that have Parkinson's disease. Well, not specifically. Like, okay, that, so tell what, me. And that's what my current, well, one, one part of my position would have been. There's like a program where the exercise specialist, this was like before I was hired at Vermont Sports Medicine before COVID where they'd work with Parkinson's patients but that program isn't going on right now because of COVID okay um, right right I right see, like other people like my patient that I talked about um but my goal is to work as a physical therapist and um personal trainer for like well I'd, I'd pretty much do it all age ranges for physical therapy but then for personal training i'd like to work with an older age group and do like modified exercise programming um just because i feel like i have a lot of experience with that so far Um, yeah yeah Yeah. and i think that that would be really fulfilling for me and i'd enjoy that so i hope it works out that way but i'd be happy anywhere working i got you honestly yeah so Mike and I, in different ways, both missed on what the Parkinson's thing was. But yeah, you yeah. figured out. I was like, that's amazing. Not- that's amazing. just that's I just like heard part of it. On. I'm like, no, nah, I know what it is. It's okay. I missed it too. It's cool. It's cool. Well, no, I um, wish I was doing it. But no, no, didn't you hear? She wants to exclusively work with people with Parkinson's. She said it like six times. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So remember, remember Charlotte and Pat. What I said when before we came on. Right. I was like, guys, you can't mess this up. And you guys haven't. You've been amazing. But I said, the only people that can mess this up are Mike and I. And we both did. And the episode is saved because you guys have been great. So it's great. That's how it works. Thank you. Um, That's amazing, Charlotte. So you're going to help people with their physical health for the rest of your life. That's your vehicle. Mm -hmm. That's your vehicle to serve the the world. Yeah. Yeah. And in a way, edit me. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? You were you were like about to edit me. You're like, well, me or Mike? What? Me or Mike? Sorry. No, you. I'm not talking about Mike. Oh no, I no. You can have. I wasn't about to say anything. Yeah. Oh okay. Uh, But I thought I was like. I thought I caught you like go well. Okay. So yeah. Actually, Phil, what I was gonna say is in a way. Oh, you were gonna edit me. Yeah. I just can't see what's happening. But apparently, you weren't talking to me. So. Um, anyway, what I was going to say, but basically what Charlotte's doing now is kind of the point of the podcast by working with older people. She's showing everyone that people her age, there are awesome kids 
in the world and changing views because, um, and Charlotte, I was telling you how I kind of was doing the same thing when I was the trainer mm-hmm. is all of a sudden these, these old, older people come out and they see that there are younger people quote, quote, for me, younger people mm-hmm. that give, uh, give a, a crap about them and their stuff. Cause they feel like people, young people don't care about them, but then you come in and you you're developing your entire career around showing people that kids your age do care and they're very very good at their job so in a way phil she's doing what our podcast is designed to do but she's doing it in her entire career so that's just amazing to me thank you <laughs> right am i am i wrong phil but i mean that's that's what i'm getting out of it i get by with a little help from my friends <laughs> thank you mike for making that connection uh for me you are absolutely right um thank you so much <laughs> Yeah, no, that's amazing. It is funny. Like I told you, Mike, I'm like, I know you're like, so what's going on with Charlotte? I'm like, I know there's a lot going on with Charlotte. I don't remember exactly. Um, I'm like, but I know she's doing great things and it's going to be a great episode. And that has just proved so true. Um, both over the last few moments and this whole time. So um, that's great. And thank you, Charlotte. Cause you know, something, something uh, I think that is difficult a lot of times and that I experience a lot as a young person working in education um, is the disconnect between uh, the young and old. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, uh, worldviews can be a lot different um, and it can cause friction. Um, And I just think it's a lot of misunderstanding, which becomes conflict, which is unfortunate. And that is a big, a big part of, of what we're trying to do with with this podcast is to you know show that the young people a lot of them at least most of the ones i know are actually super positive and like on 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 the world scale plus and minus are are firmly in the plus category mm-hmm. uh, and we consider you to be one of those people so um thank you so much for everything you're doing um and for coming on today pat thank you so much for ushering charlotte on it was great to see you <laughs> yeah, it's good uh, to see you summary guys, guys so we have charlotte charlotte i mean you've, you've provided me with like these two amazing i wrote them down these two amazing nuggets i have to bring up again before we say our goodbyes people have to know again as charlotte noted this is not an original quote no one here is plagiarizing we're just sharing this with you folks listeners uh people have to know that you care before they care what you know mm-hmm. and man i'm i'm probably gonna like put up a sign that says that in my office yeah that is amazing put it on one of the shirts phil i'm gonna put that on a shirt <laughs> you can do it like from the office you can like quote the actual person and then like quote me with it <laughs> yes. that'd be great I mean, who said it originally? Writing that down or something for me? Like, who who actually said it? (laughs) Thank you. Okay. And uh, where's my other nugget? Mmm. You can have primes all throughout your life. So, Charlotte is a student, right? Is just graduated. Congratulations. She's a college graduate. She's about to be a graduate student, but only because she needs the degree to go become a physical therapist. She's also going to be a personal trainer. She's going to work with people of all ages, including the elderly. Mm-hmm. And she's going to change the world through teaching people, eat right and exercise, and you might just love your life. Charlotte Hudson. And she will be working with people. Some will have Parkinson's, some will not. Yes, not. Yes, and, and we're sorry for missing on that. No, that's so fine. I get how it's confusing. But it's good, you know. It's. I mean, I know by doing this podcast, I'm learning a lot about young people, about you as individuals. Mm-hmm. But I'm also learning a lot about how to run a podcast. And I certainly learned mm-hmm. a lot today. Mm-hmm. I learn things yeah. by making mistakes. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking That's about. the best way to learn. You don't lose, you learn. Yeah. So what do you think, Mike? Is it time to say goodbye? Uh, I think we should go over our answers and show that um, we're That's why I asked today. that question. See? Okay. All right. All right. Yes, I think so. I think it's about that time. That was so on brand with what I had just said. Love it. Okay. You're welcome. Um, 
Yes. Big reveal. Big reveal. Um, why don't we go reverse order? So I know Charlotte, you went first and then Pat, but Pat, why don't you go first with your big reveal and then we'll do Charlotte's. So I'm revealing, you know, what's true and then the lie. Is that how I do it? Yeah. Yeah. You do it however you want. So uh, my two truths are uh, that I have a dog named Barry. You saw him a minute ago and that my fiance is Persian. She, her dad's so from her dad's from Iran. Uh, he moved here in the 70s. But funny enough, uh, her mom is French Canadian. So she is French Canadian. That does not count. That does not count. Uh, it does not count. Um, I wanted to stump you on something that you hired me to do. And that was my goal from when that we learned that. I did teach algebra at CKS. I did not teach algebra at MSJ. <laughs> Dude, we were both on to you, but like, man, dang it. Yeah. Yeah. I really have just got to keep going with my gut, man. You really semantics do. the crap <laughs> out really of us, Pat. And then you threw oh, yeah. me for a no, loop a little bit, Pat, with your like, ooh, three, ooh. Yeah. But I yeah, had a, it in my head games. that you were lying about <laughs> your job. You know what it was too? Is it, holy smokes, how good is my gut? I hit I hit French Canadian out of nowhere. I mean, <laughs> just, I just gotta go with it. Deep three. Yeah. Steph Curry range. Like <laughs> deep three. <laughs> Oh man. And I you know what it was too, stream. Pat. Is right, he... Thank you, Pat. So uh, Pat stumped both of us. Yep. He gets a bumper sticker. <laughs> he gets a bumper what sticker. What were you gonna say, Mike? Oh, I was gonna say, and you know what got me too is like you you rattle off the first two, and then that third one, you're like trying to think. I'm like, oh, he he's trying to think of a lie right now. And he ah, you yeah. got me. Good acting, sir. Good acting. <laughs> All I'm right. Honored in theater. <laughs> of course, why not? I did not. Of course not. See, you got me again. Goddamn. <laughs> um, all right, Charlotte, what is yours? Okay. So you guys did a good job. The bag of hair one, that is true. Right now, I do have a bag of hair, not for a weird reason. <laughs> um, on my birthday, I cut off nine inches of hair. My hair is very short right now. And I have to mail it out to wigs for kids, but I haven't gotten around to it. So I uh. literally have a bag of hair. Like It's actually right in there. I won't so there was no that. reason that should have sounded familiar to me then. No, not at all. I was like, maybe you just... It's just chilling there. Something about like that was... I was like, I literally, you, you said that, and I was like, in my head, I was Sounds like... Sounds like something she would do. <laughs> she, she keeps bags of hair. Um, and then the second one... Oh, are, are we doing like the lies at the end? I just kind of gave uh, Whatever you want to do. Okay, at this point, one, I matter. definitely didn't run in the Boston Marathon. I I actually remember, Phil, you calling me Phoebe from Friends when you'd come to my soccer games in high school because the way I ran. <laughs> and I ran track for MSJ. I was terrible. Every time they shot the gun, I'd get scared of the gun and then go like it was a train wreck. So, but I remember that. I just remember the whole Phoebe thing, actually. I remember that. <laughs> That was kind of me. That was borderline me. I'm sorry. No, it's Jeez. funny because I know I do run like that, but okay. like I don't. I, Good. I'm, I'm glad you thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, Friends. Do you know what I'm referencing? Have you seen that episode? I have seen that episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bad. Um, and then the last one, um, the being born in a car. That's true. I was born two months early in a car on the way to Dartmouth. My birth certificate says born in Rue. So every time I go to the DMV, they're like, this isn't real at all. But yeah, but I was born in a Buick Regal. So I had a Regal birth technically. So you have a royal. <laughs> That's lineage. awesome. And yes. I feel like that I actually probably did know. Yeah, I was I was wondering if I ever told you that story if my mom ever probably. Did I bet. I bet. I bet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So one and one for both of us today, Mike. One and mm -hmm. one. Awesome. It's nice right. to get on the board again. <laughs> I feel like the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm you, yeah, I mean, I'm, hurts. so I really bit, tried so. to jump the gun on you, Mike, because we have to do a little quick round of, uh, if I was, uh, then I would be or whatever. We change the name of it every time. Right. It's if I were and why Phil, it has not if changed. If I were and why. No, but I change the, it every time. Yes. You change it every time. <laughs> If I was it, then I would be. That's what I'm calling it today. Okay, I, I like that too. I like that too. That sounds like a like. I feel like you need an old pipe in your in your in your hand. If I was it, then I, then I, I would, would be. be. 
Okay. Um, all right, guys. So we just said, you know, we had plenty of time. If if I was, if I were in Y, um, a bird, what would what bird would I be? Um, I I will go first since I'll give you guys plenty of time to uh, talk and think about it. Um, I'm going to go with I am going to be a raven. A raven? A raven. Ooh. A raven because uh, when I was younger, I had like a little bit of a, I won't say goth. I won't give myself enough goth, but I was definitely a rocker. I liked all the darker bands. My favorite was in a band. I was in a few. Um, but I used to, used to wear, yeah, yeah, look at you, look at you remembering things. Um, uh, my favorite color is black or a mix of black and red. And, uh, I do tend to get distracted by shiny things. So I'd say Raven is relatively on the mark. Nice. Yeah. Nicely done. Phil, do you want to go next? Oh man. Does anyone else want to go next? <laughs> I got you ever been to a restaurant and you want to eat everything on the menu? Yes. That's how I feel right now. I can't make a decision because I have a million things to choose from. Oh, I thought you were going to say There's you're just so really hungry. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> Pat, sounds like you, you, you're ready to go. Yeah. I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick a penguin because I like the cold and I got a little bit of blubber, but I can't fly. <laughs> That's amazing. I clap on that, sir. Oh, that was so good. That was that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> nice. Well done. Yeah. Emperor penguin, shall we say? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Macaroni. Like <laughs> Those ones with the weird face. Yeah. I love a macaroni penguin. <laughs> Those are so cool. Um, <laughs> Phil, you got yours? Or we, Charlie, do you have I, one? I have mine. I just don't know how good it is. It's Come not. On. Hey, yeah, it's yeah. great. But it's fun. great. I pulled it from like a recent experience, but okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. So I picked a seagull because they eat anything and everything. They're really loud. They have a lot to say, and then everyone thinks they're annoying. But like, if you're around seagulls, like it's kind of nice because it's like you're at the beach. That's perfect. Like I was, I was in a Dunkin' Donuts with my mom, and we were walking out, and I was like, "Oh, a seagull!" And I got excited about it. My mom's like, "Seagulls are like." pigeons they're disgusting they stink they eat mm -hmm. everything and i'm like i like seagulls you know like they sound like <laughs> peach i don't know and you were close with yeah. guy and he loves seagulls right yeah, yeah. there's another he one love seagulls guy i will never seagulls. forget when we remember that we like had the passion presentations and kids could just present on anything mm -hmm. Which, i heard way, i thought it was a great idea and uh and guy did his on seagulls and it was hilarious and yeah. informative so yes. funny and then at graduation he had a speech on seagulls like yeah we both spoke because we were in student government at graduation and he he went after me and i had to stand up there with him while he talked about seagulls <laughs> but it was good that's really yeah. funny yeah <laughs> so that actually that was guys very good very good ones when you guys were like oh my god i don't know how i'm gonna do this i wasn't expecting such great answers and that was that was a blast phil your last buddy yeah. Good luck following all three of those. No, it's interesting. Penguin was one of the one of the ones I was I was actually like I was kind of going through all the flightless birds. I was kind of yeah. going that direction. Um but like all five of them. The first birds I ever loved were chickadees, but I'm not I'm nothing like a chickadee. Um, no? <laughs> my favorite bird right now would be a cardinal. Hmm. Oh yeah. So those are cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like I don't know. There's something I don't know if I'm even like a cardinal, but I'm just so drawn to them. Well, and there's a lot of them near my house, and I yeah. just think that they're an incredible. Like they're so beautiful, and I know they're really symbolic for like a lot of people, um, yeah. spiritually in terms of like people that have passed, um, coming back in the form of a cardinal. Uh, that's hmm. a really common sort of uh, yep. thing. That My dad says that about his grandmother. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go with a with a cardinal for that reason because I think um, a, car a cardinals bring a lot of people like like joy. They see them and they see that as like a symbol of a good thing or the presence of a loved one. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm hoping that uh, 
you know, I, I'm in a place right now where I'm able to, to spread joy to other people out in the world. So I'm going to choose Cardinal for that reason. I talked myself into it. Beautiful. There we go. Well, there you go, Phil. And, and they stand out. And one could say that you definitely stand out in a crowd, both in presence and. I have no idea what you're talking about right now, Michael. You don't think you don't. <laughs> you stand out, buddy. Like you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, great answers. And now I'm red like a cardinal because you made me yeah. blush. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's it then, isn't it? So now I guess it's time yeah. to say goodbyes. Now that yes. I, we, I remembered that, you know, we actually do, in fact, follow up on Two Truths and a Lie, and we also play a second game. Yes, indeed. Well, this has been <laughs> outstanding, you guys. I know, I know, man, we, we, we kind of goofed through it, but you guys were so great. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing. I really enjoyed this, yeah. <laughs> this was so much yeah, fun. We, awesome. I'm so you guys- we had a great time. It was good to talk. Yeah, for sure. Great to see you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. All right, guys. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. And then everyone else listening, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We had two wonderful people. And uh, from Phil and I, we're going to say stay positive and thank you for listening. <laughs>